0: welcome back to On The Spot Thought. I'm here with Zach Dare today. Uh, Before we get started, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, uh, my name is Zach. I'm a student here at K State Architectural Engineering like Mm -hmm. Dawson, and I like to play video games and play Mm -hmm. some intramural basketball and volleyball. Yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Intramural sports are nice in college. Oh, (laughs) no, the thrill of a high school sport without having to have all of the talent yeah, of an athlete. Nothing
1: really on the line, but you could pretend there's something yeah, on
0: the you line. Know, some people get hyped up yeah. in those games. Exactly. <laughs> Feels like a state championship at those <laughs> NRL championships, yeah. even though it's it's not. There's you get a shirt, I guess. So. I know. Although I know. wearing around that shirt <laughs> around campus. Feel like hot stuff.
1: Yeah, not gonna lie, when we <laughs> when we won the independent league for cross country. Oh, I mean man. me and Dawson are cross country champions, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Yeah, we, we got a shirt, but I never got the shirt. So. You didn't get the shirt? Nah. Man.
0: You might I don't know if you could still pick it up. But <laughs> I
1: could go to the office, hey I you know, won that cross country thing last semester.
0: <laughs> I think that was fun because we won because in the individual league we were the only team with more than two players <laughs> and we had four players and so we just accumulated more points overall and won, which I loved. Although it yeah. was pretty cold out there.
1: It was pretty unfair to begin with. But, you
0: know, we I mean, and with talents such as ours, I mean, what what can they really do against us?
1: You know, we could pretend like we competed hard for the win,
0: <laughs> but let's be real. We were only using half our full speed.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was. Yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> it's whatever. So, to so the topic that I have chosen, that's kind of the base for today, is is Rocket League and toxicity. Just mm. kind of bringing those two, to, kind of
1: two, kind of nice. unrelated topics. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you brought in Rocket League. Yeah, yeah, the best game ever.
0: Yeah, I know. I know you've you've had some experience and um, got a little scholarship. I think playing Rocket Leagues. So you, you want a to- little
1: bit of a scholarship? Yeah. yeah. So I play on the K State Rocket League team here, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Like I found out about it freshman year um, in the dorms. There's like a flyer up. It was like K State Esports. It's like you can compete in, and it listed a bunch of games. And Rocket League was there, and I'd already put in a lot of Mm -hmm. like hours in Rocket League. It's like, might as well (laughs) compete and try to win money for it. I guess. Yeah. Sick. So yeah, I joined my freshman year and then my sophomore year. uh, So fall of last year, twenty eighteen. That's when we won. We qualified and then we placed high enough to win a thousand dollar scholarship so That's pretty nice it was very nice <laughs> so what's it like
0: going from just playing a video game to hopping into a club where you're competing with other people and there's more on the line than just your ranking in the game
1: um it's a little bit weird at first because kind of up until that point i like didn't talk with anyone in the game mm-hmm so, like, you had that. Like, I that was the first time I got a microphone in-game. Like, I had played, yeah. like, nine months without a microphone. And then I, like, get a microphone. And not only do I start talking with people, like, it's, like, intense, like, mm-hmm. competing for stuff. Yeah. And so that was, like, it was a really cool transition because it's kind of, like, like, I'm a really competitive person. Mm-hmm. And then kind of taking the competitiveness and putting into a video game that I really enjoy was, like... It was, like, super unique and it was something I'd never done before. Yeah. And so, kind of, we had tryouts and then, you know, you have to, like, qualify, try to qualify. And so, my freshman year, we, like, didn't actually qualify, but Mm -hmm. even then, it was just, like, really fun to try to learn how to get into it. Because, like, we're competing against guys... That I guess have done this for a little bit, mm-hmm. and like kind of me and my teammates were new to this, so it was kind of it was really fun, like the process of figuring it out. Yeah, so, yeah, I, that's kind of how we got into it.
0: Yeah. So how how did the game change from just playing by yourself to playing in a group? I know um, I play some Rocket League, and there's some kind of rules that people generally follow the further up you get as far as rotation and stuff like that um not everyone follows those rules and that could be frustrating (laughs) obviously but (laughs) but, the less you follow the rules
1: the lower the rank you are probably
0: (laughs) but uh how do you how do you feel that changed from just kind of general rules online to maybe a more
1: structured system in a team um so kind i mean kind of starting out um we knew those rules a little bit because we were we were like the third highest, or fourth highest rank in the game, mm-hmm. like when we first started competing collegiately. So kind of like we generally knew the rules, but like we didn't put them together in like a competitive sense. So kind of the way we learned was when we got into it and in kind of for our qualifiers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like we had two qualifiers. So after the first qualifier, we kind of looked back at the replays because you can save replays of games and if you don't know what Rocket League is, it's basically, for those people out there listening, Mm -hmm. it's five minutes of like car soccer Mm -hmm. and it's just like soccer. You just try to score goals except you drive a car. (laughs) So, kind of looking back at replays and kind of realizing like what you're doing wrong Mm -hmm. is like kind of the way you go about it and then there's also a lot of material online you can use. Like there's a lot of YouTube videos that are really instructional on like how to rotate and kind of stuff like that teaches you how to play the game, maybe like new ways to practice, mm-hmm. like shooting the ball or saving the ball or stuff like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So we kind of got into that and we like, it wasn't like a super structured practice schedule. It was, mes- it was like most of the, it was mostly on our own, like with the training stuff. And then you can actually reach out to other collegiate teams and like scrim them, like scrimmaging. Yeah. So you practice that. We we did that a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. And then you can, like, look at the replays of that to see what you're doing wrong. So there's, like, a lot you can do to practice and get better. And I think, I mean, I think we, like, learned how to practice pretty quickly. Because, I mean, there's a lot of, like, we had other friends in the collegiate scene that were really helpful in mm-hmm. that regard. So I think that was pretty easy to transition to. Yeah.
0: So, as far as this, you said you won, um, was it a tournament? What was
1: it exactly that you won this past semester? Yeah, so, oh, wait, you mean... For a year, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. past year. So my sophomore year, um, so basically we did the same qualifiers we did last year. Mm -hmm. We qualified for the league, which is comprised, so there's like four conferences, or there were four conferences then, and think of it kind of like, the Big 12, or, Mm -hmm. like, kind of a better analogy is, like, NFL, like Mm -hmm. the West, North, South, and East. It was structured like that,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and, like, we were in the Northern Conference, and eight teams qualify from each conference, so we were one of the eight teams, and then we placed, like, fifth, I think, fifth or sixth, Mm -hmm. and then we went into the playoffs, and I think we still placed sixth out in the North, in the playoffs and kind of the top teams from the north, south, east, and west like go compete in like a kind of like the championship playoffs, kind of stuff like that. But we did not make it that far. But we kind of like in our conference we placed sixth, and that's what got us one thousand dollars. And like yeah. it's crazy, like placing on the lower half, getting one thousand dollars. Like some yeah. of these teams are getting like probably their full year paid for. Yeah, like, just playing Rocket League, which is crazy. Which is
2: pretty.
0: It's pretty interesting that. Esports has gone from just, you know, just it's a hobby video games has has grown throughout the years and 20 years ago there wasn't really any competitive video games as there probably was but it wasn't as popular and then nowadays there's a lot of money in esports.
1: Oh yeah, it's like one of the it's like an extremely fast growing industry. Mm-hmm. And like some people say it might outgrow like real sports. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm not, I'm not completely sure about that, but, yeah. like, it's it's a definite possibility with, like, all the sponsors and, like, all, like all the tech companies and stuff like that, and the, just, like, the potential for stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's really interesting. Esports will
0: never be more popular in the eyes of the older people, but with the mm-hmm. younger generation coming up, a lot of them are growing up with these video games, and they really enjoy watching those as well. Oh, yeah. And especially sure. with, I feel, a decent amount of the population just they're not playing, they're not playing the sports anymore, and they're playing the video games instead, and so they connect with that a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I know, it's kind of like, it sort of started out, I feel like, like, the people that don't really play sports, like, found esports, and found that as a really good way to be competitive, but then even people that, like, do play sports, are like, I don't want to say, like, jocks, quote-unquote, but, you know, like, kind of normal people kind of picked it up, and, like, like, I'd consider myself, I'm not that normal, but... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was. A, I didn't only play video games in high school. Like, I played other sports, but mm-hmm. I kind of got into esports, and I think it's just becoming way more mainstream the more people accept it. Mm-hmm. And kind of a big part of that, like, like, kind of my parents have, like, seen why it's legitimate once I won the scholarship. Because mm-hmm. it kind of, like, if you, like, um, let the older people see the money aspect and, like, the potential for, like... Maybe like I'm not making a career off of it, but yeah. like like some other people do in the professional industry, when they see the money part of it, that's where, like that's I feel like they, it legitimizes they, it for yeah. the older generations.
0: Mm-hmm. If there's something out of it, it's not just yeah, it's not just like <laughs> a
1: like a waste of time or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I it's interesting because it, early on, video games were just for the more. You know, you'd call them nerds or you'd call them gamers or something like that. Yeah. But now, I mean, just about everyone has played or plays a video game of some sort in their life, you know, oh, whether yeah. that be just a phone game or um, an actual console game or a PC game or stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, almost everyone plays a video game of some kind, mm-hmm. which I think is also helping with that transition yeah. for eSports. Yeah
1: kind of something (laughs) okay so something i thought of when you mentioned like the older generation's not Mm -hmm. approving what i like what makes me laugh the post is like sometimes espn like i've seen espn before Mm -hmm. post like a rocket league clip or something yeah or if there's like or if like there's like a rocket league world championship like Mm -hmm. the pros like scoring a cool goal like espn will post that on twitter or something yeah some of the replies are just hilarious like some (laughs) of the older people be like this isn't sports (laughs) get this off the accounts ESPN (laughs) it's really funny oh yeah
0: (laughs) how would you say um competition and the the competitive nature of esports might vary from actual sports
1: well you have the most obvious thing which is you don't do any physical activity (laughs) but then with that you don't really get injured so yeah I mean like I guess for shooting games, maybe you could get, like, wrist injured, but yeah, <laughs> that's like, pretty rare. I don't know. So, like, kind of... That's what I liked. I was, uh-huh. like, really injury-prone in high school, mm-hmm. so I liked the fact that my knee wouldn't, like, blow out every time <laughs> I, like, competed in something.
0: Or if it did in Rocket League, there's a different problem going
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I gotta look more into that one. But, yeah, um... I guess the biggest uh, way to compare the two is, like, the mental aspect, I think, is, like, Mm -hmm. pretty much the same. And, like, it sounds silly. Like, you're sitting at your desk, like, well, I mean, you're just staring at your screen, just, like, playing a game for a long time. Like, it can't sound that bad. Mm -hmm. But, like, for Rocket League, it's, like, so fast-paced that, like, for a bunch of five-minute intervals, you're just, like, focused on the screen and you have to, like, be, like, constantly talking with your teammates and then, like, if you're doing something wrong, you have like a minute or under to figure out what you need to do to counter the other team, and kind of like most of it is like a best of five, so you have to win three out of five games to win the series. So kind of in between those games, you, I mean, like, you need mm-hmm. to figure out different strategies, and you'll have a strategy going in, but
0: mm-hmm. set up like volleyball in that sense that you have yeah. multiple multiple matches. And... Yeah, yeah
1: kind of like that. I'm yeah. like yeah, I'd say just. Being able to focus and then playing, like, a bunch of those consecutive Mm -hmm. series in a row can be, like, pretty taxing. Like, some tournaments can last, like, up to eight hours. Like,
0: Yeah, it's a long time.
1: It's, like, it's actually, like, surprisingly draining. Yeah. Sitting on the sidelines like, Coach, I need
0: a (laughs) break. (laughs) It's a different kind of break than just catching your breath, but... Yeah. Yeah, so hopping into... uh, toxicity in rocket league i know i know rocket league is notorious for having toxic players especially on a more um general level of just playing with random people online yeah um what was your experience with that before hopping into the
1: competitive before competitive (laughs) i mean to be honest I wasn't that toxic of a person mm-hmm. to be... I'm, like, kind of toxic now in Rocket League. Yeah. <laughs> just because I've played it so much, and, like, mm-hmm. so many things bother me now, but... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't really get that toxic. They were, mm-hmm. like, people that would... I mean, on... Okay, so, like, on console, like, you can't say... Like, it censors out, yeah. like, a bunch of words. I think it, like, puts, like, those asterisk symbols. Mm-hmm. Like, if you say a word, you can't. Mm-hmm. But, like, with PC, like, anything goes. You can say, like, anything. Yeah. And, like, back when I used to play, like, th- when I first played, like, they didn't ban, like, anyone, really.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So pretty much you could say anything and get away with it. So some of the things people would say, like, especially in 1v1.
2: Because,
1: mm-hmm. like, in, in, there's, like, a game mode, like, 1v1. Like, you don't have any teammates to blame. Mm-hmm. It's just, so the only just person yourself. you could get frustrated <laughs> at is the other person. So I would get... There was one time where I played some guy... Um, we played in a two v two match, and then they'll like, they'll like ask for a one v one or whatever, mm-hmm. cause they want to like call you out yeah. your skill. And I like, I like beat this guy by quite a bit. <laughs> and afterwards, so I used to play on the PS Four. And afterwards, he sent me a, a voice message yeah. on PS Four, and it was like he was like a grown man. I was like in high school, and he was like saying all this stuff, and he's like, "You play like a little." Was yeah, like yeah. The B word. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He was so it was like a minute long message like that. I was like, I don't know how people can like I mean, stoop to that. Like well. I
0: get that you're mad, but after the game ends, if you really have the time to just sit there and make a voice message? He was like seething
1: <laughs> with rage. There's
0: there's some other things you can do. <laughs> it was so funny. I think I think my favorite toxicity thing to see in a rocket league and my favorite i mean it's awful but it's it's when you're playing like doubles and you start off the match and you're about i don't know 30 seconds in <laughs> and maybe they score maybe they don't score but they're just they, they look like they might be a little better than you and your teammate will stop moving make a comment and then leave the game <laughs> and it's like okay
1: <laughs> oh yeah people are okay. really frail minded yeah, yeah they like are. it's uh you know Who cares about like actually trying and like, you know, why don't we just give up in the first 30 seconds and people, there's like quick chats. I don't know. I guess it's like sort of an easy concept. You can basically click some buttons and like. You can say nice shot or something like, like it's meant to compliment people,
0: but on the other side, it's, you miss a shot and it's like, nice shot, nice shot, nice shot. Yeah, yeah. Or
1: there's a what a save option. That is,
0: I rarely see what a save used in a positive light. No,
1: I don't think I've ever seen it used in a positive light. Every time someone misses like a shot on target or no, 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 like they're being the goalie. Yeah, 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 they miss a save. People it's just spam what, is, a save. "what a save, what a save, what a save." It's the funniest thing. Ever. I always laugh when people do it to <laughs> me because I find it funny. I... Oh man, it's or you can be more passive aggressive and spam "close one." Yeah, close. <laughs> that is that.
0: That is very passive aggressive. Is I think it's funny how there are some things that you do in games that people understand the meaning behind it, but it's not explicitly saying what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, kind of off topic from Rocket League. I played a game called Brawl Stars I don't know if you know what that game is but I've heard of it and that game it was a mobile game where you'd you'd move around all you could do is move around and then shoot which with whatever your weapon was and it was kind of a battle royale set thing mm-hmm. um, but sometimes you'd be in the final three and there'd be two guys and one guy would start spinning a circle right next to the <laughs> other guy and the other guy would start spinning a circle and that meant they were teaming up and they oh, would go oh no and it was
1: it was just do like a universal
0: do. You do. language when they start
1: spinning in a <laughs> yeah. circle you know yeah. You're bad like, Crap. news bad news bears there yeah.
0: <laughs> I have seen a betrayal once though he starts spinning a circle the
1: other guy starts <laughs> the ultimate start going twist and to just the ultimate plot twist. yeah
0: no but I think it is interesting people just that gamers kind of understand those messages yeah the there's definitely play.
1: yeah there's definitely universal like yeah signs in a game that's funny
0: or the quick chat wow
1: wow wow the most passive aggressive is just okay with a period at the end just okay okay (laughs) okay
2: okay
0: yeah Yeah, it's not a great one so how has toxicity changed in the the team structure i mean it and you can still be mad at your teammates but you see them in a face-to-face scenario so it's a little different Um, how does that work out
1: so you mean like with teammates
0: Uh, with teammates or with opposing players i guess as well um
1: So kind of, I mean, me and my team, like, all the teams I've had, I've had, like, a couple different teams, Mm -hmm. kind of as people graduated and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But kind of, I've always, like, built a good relationship with my teammates, because I know, like, you can't get any, it's kind of like real sports, like, you can't really get anything, like, done, or you can't improve as well if, like, you don't have a great relationship with Mm -hmm. your teammates. So that's kind of, like, what I emphasize, and I, like... I mean, I make sure we're all on the same page and stuff like that. So I'm, like, never really toxic. Like, I'll get mad sometimes if yeah. we're, like, if I feel like we're losing a series we shouldn't. But I never, like, it's never okay to, like, call yeah. someone out in the middle of a game. Mm-hmm. It's always, like, something, like, kind of once you cool off later and you look over replays, you say that's what you could have done better. And yeah. You, like, criticize yourself. Like, even if you play, like, you felt like you played a perfect game and your teammates played a bad game. There's like always something you could have done better, mm-hmm. so you always just have to look at that. So I've never been toxic to my teammates, but mm-hmm. like, there's definitely like certain teams where like we go back and forth at each other, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's a lot of <laughs> it, yeah, it's a lot of bad mouthing in between us, but kind of like the quick chat stuff and mm-hmm. I'll send out the keyboard chat. God <laughs> forbid. Key- I'll tell you what the keyboard is dangerous. Oh yeah. I used to play on the the.
0: PS Four, and then I moved to PC, and when the keyboard's right there. It's a lot
1: you can say in that goal. You can trash talk a lot easier. (laughs) Just a few keyboard clicks. But But yeah, it's definitely like I mean, it's like rivalry in real sports. Like I keep relating it to real sports, but like it's it's like people smack talk in real sports all the time. (laughs) I'm just like showing you like how similar it is. Like there's rivalries in here. There's Trash talking in here. You know, trash talking is like one of my favorite parts, though. Yeah. Because there's nothing better in the world than just trash talking a team and beating them. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the most fulfilling thing. And then I, the worst thing is trash talking and losing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm a big fan of casual trash talk. I like to I like to say you should trash talk about five times more than the actual <laughs> skill level that you have.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta you, know, you gotta you like to be over embellish Oh yeah, your skill definitely. It's not fun. You can't. You gotta go like all out. You can't just like be like, oh man, no. you're gonna. Oh um, uh, yeah, you're gonna lose. No, no, no gonna, it's. Yeah, no, that's. We're gonna beat you
0: five one with. <laughs> <laughs> Look at <L-M-A-O>. ten. <laughs> I think an interesting aspect of Rocket League that a lot of people don't appreciate is the demolition aspect of the game, where (laughs) you can run into another car and explode them. Um, (laughs) I've played some matches where people are like, you jerk, like kind (laughs) of more crude than that, but you know, just just like, oh, you're not good enough to actually beat me. And the funny thing is it's a part of the game.
1: Oh, yeah, no, it's definitely a part of the game. People use it. Yeah, like in the early (laughs) stages of Rocket League... Like, demoing someone else's car was, like, considered BM. Yeah. Or, like, BM, like, bad messaging, you know? Um, So, like, a lot of people didn't, like, do it because of that, and Mm -hmm. they would only do it to be toxic, but now it's, like, in, like, the higher ranks, it's becoming, like, a crucial part of winning, because you, like, can't, if you can't score on someone, and, like, they have a solid defense, then, like, demoing someone will... You
0: need an opening. I know, you need an
1: opening, so you just demo someone. Yeah dang people still get so mad at being <laughs> demoed it's hilarious so if you like so kind of like i'll take that into the competitive sense if we're playing someone and we know someone gets like super toxic like i know some of those people like in the uh-huh. collegiate scene like i'll just tell me and my teammates to demo that guy the whole time and sure enough that guy will like start quick chat spamming and it'll <laughs> it'll tilt them and it'll kind of work yeah kind of pretty funny yeah Gonna really get under his
2: skin.
0: <laughs> Gets him off, off balance. Yeah. I mean that it does it, it does work and, so, and people do that in actual sports too. I know I was playing a, a basketball game and there's this this one guy on the opposing team who was just he was a great player. Um he was awesome. Apparently he had a pretty bad ACT score. <laughs> like it was I think it was twelve. Like really oh bad. God. Um and I was subbing in for our star player and I was gonna guard this guy. And it was at a free throw. And, oh, like, no. and my player's like Dawson, Dawson, go out there and just say like ACT or like twelve <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and my goodness, it does not keep him happy.
1: Oh my I love stuff. It's like it's so bad, but yeah. like oh my gosh, that's like what I live for. And my brother used to say, um I mean, he didn't like play basketball, but like for their basketball games he was in, like, in a fraternity, so in his, him and his fraternity buddies would get, like, super wild for these basketball games, and he would, for some of the people, like, or, or for the football games, like, for the kicker,
2: mm-hmm.
1: whenever they would kick a field goal, he would, like, look them up on Facebook beforehand and look up <laughs> everything about him, and, like, you can sometimes find, like, a criminal history of the person, yeah. like, if they do, like, so, I I mean, I forget, I can't, like, think of anything specific, but, like... Before they kick a field goal or like shoot a free throw or something like that, They'll, I mean, his fraternity buddies would just yell at that guy and just be absolutely ruthless. <laughs> just like dive into his personal life. It's like so horrible. It's, but it's bad. But there's like it's something. It's, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's Sports bad. Sports gets you know. crazy. People want to win.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just can't help but laugh. Yeah.
0: So, how do you feel that you deal with losing in Rocket League? specifically?
1: Hmm. I used to be, when I first got into competitive, I would, I mean, I'd take it really hard, which is, (laughs) it sounds kind of stupid, Yeah, just a video game. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, kind of like for more important matches, um, I've kind of learned to just, like I'm kind of like positive no matter what. And even if we, even if we do lose a match against a team that could be like worse than us, Mm -hmm. like I know it's not like the end of the world or it's not like Oh, we're declining as a team. Like, mm-hmm. there's definitely like peaks and valleys in Rocket League, and you need to like understand that. Kind of like when you feel like you're at an extremely low low, you kind of just need to like look at the bigger picture and like yeah. you'll definitely like recover from that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I feel like I don't take losses that bad anymore. Yeah, like it's kind of. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty good at taking losses, because mm-hmm. kind of like you want to see losses as an opportunity to improve, mm-hmm. rather than something just to like you know, sulk about. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I view losses. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah. So, uh, do you ever find yourself um, respecting the other team? Um, And how often does that happen? I know sometimes if Um, you lose to a team, it's hard to to be like, oh, I respect you for your abilities. It's more like, I could have done better and I could have won that game
1: okay yeah so (laughs) we also we always used to have a problem with losing to teams we shouldn't have because we'd be overconfident yeah so now like all the time like we always like ingrain it in our heads to just respect the other team and just like play like we usually do yeah and that usually leads to good results yeah but Gosh, yeah, I I hated getting overconfident. Oh. There's, It's so annoying, like, getting overconfident. And it's, like, all our faults, too. Like, mm-hmm. We only blame ourselves. But mm-hmm. being overconfident and thinking you can easily beat a team and then getting beat by them is just, like, horrible. Yeah. yeah. So, I like, yeah, if we're not to do that. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not <laughs> such an imbecile anymore.
0: feel like you've grown to an adequate level. Yeah. Yeah
1: and kind of like stuff like stuff like that like kind of translates into real life too mm-hmm. like kind of for if you relate it to like a bad test or stuff like that like college is a real like punch in the mouth if you're used to like getting hundreds on tests yeah. and then like you get you get like an 80 something and you're like like your freshman year and yeah. like oh my gosh oh, i never get a piece in high school yeah like what the heck yeah, but
2: different. kind of
1: like i mean this past semester even i'd get like bad bad grades on tests but mm-hmm. You just like have to brush it off and like see what you did wrong and yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've gotten pretty good at that. Like Rocket League has like taught me how to like cope with cope test scores. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, learn from bad test scores and stuff like that. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So getting to more specifics of Rocket League, um, what are some key things that you see moving up in the rankings? Like, maybe down, I know the the rankings go Bronze, Silver, Gold, Platinum, Diamond, and then Champion. Uh-huh. So, how do you feel, like, what what ability is it that pushes you further along those rankings?
1: Oh, I could get super specific, but that would go on for such a long time, (laughs) but, um, kind of, I mean, kind of like the lower ranks, I mean, the only thing you need to do is just, like, go into free training and make sure you get a good feel of the game, kind of like it, I'd say from like bronze to plat, like kind of like the first half of the ranking system, you should probably just like go into free training and just practice your mechanics. Mm -hmm. Like mechanics is like learning how to move around, like how to control your car, how to Mm -hmm. aerial, like you can, like I don't know, I don't even know if there's anyone listening that just has no idea what (laughs) Rocket League is, but you can like fly. Yeah. You, know, you can, like, use boost to fly, so kind of learning how to control your car that way. Yeah. Um, shooting the ball, you want to, like, practice stuff like that, like, the fundamentals, and, like, mm-hmm. master those before you get into, like, the, like, the rotations.
2: hmm
1: And, I mean, you need to, like, learn, like, kind of, like, a basic three-man rotation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, when you get into higher ranks, that's, like, when you really need to implement it. And I guess kind of to water it down a bunch, basically, you'll have, like, the person who has the ball... Like, if you are if you have the ball... There's, like, your number one... You, like, label in one, two, three... Number one is the person that has the ball. Number two is the person... That's, like... It's, like, second up to the ball... But mm-hmm. they can, like, receive passes and stuff like that. Like... They'll, like, kind of be in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll basically have two people on offense, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have what's called a third man... That backs them up. So their job is to monitor, kind of... You You need to, like, think of it like chess. You need to think, like, two or three steps ahead. So mm-hmm. you need to, like, kind of figure out and use your best intuition on where the ball will end up in, like, ten seconds from now. Or mm-hmm. five seconds from now. And so it's, like, super complicated, but it takes a lot of looking at what the other team is doing. And that's, like, why I say in the lower ranks you need to master the fundamentals, because thinking about all that at once is, like, way too much. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to be able to like map those uh, mechanics and like you know car control to muscle memory, mm-hmm. so then you can like learn the rotation stuff. Yeah. So I guess that's like like kind of how it progresses. Like learn the fundamentals, like you know get good at shooting all that, and then you can learn like the rotations once you get higher ranked, mm-hmm. and that's what'll get you the highest rank.
0: Yeah. So so what do you think it is now that you're in kind of a higher level? You're in the the collegiate level. Uh-huh. That is what. What is one key thing that has made that different than just maybe a champ level non collegiate player?
1: Um. Who I mean, you really like can't afford to make pretty much any mistakes mm-hmm. like in high level of play. It's like you if you have like one lapse of concentration, like your teams are good enough, they're gonna like counterattack and score on you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the biggest thing in, like, competitive and, like, high level is just consistency. Mm -hmm. Like, how well can you execute different stuff, like, consistently without messing up? So I guess, like, I mean, it's, it's, like, super simple and, like, but, like, there's really nothing more to it than that. Like, Mm -hmm. just being able to be consistent. And, again, it's, like, the same thing as sports. Like, basketball, you be able to, like, you know, hit some shots consistently, stuff like that, I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I can see that as a as a big part. I mean, I, I know sometimes making simple mistakes and uh, me just playing casual play uh, can be frustrating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Sometimes I'll make a mistake and I'll get I'll get roasted by my teammate. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I get that. <laughs> I I, you know, I kind of
1: deserve that, honestly. <laughs> no, yeah, that's how I am. Totally. Yeah, if yeah. I do something stupid, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can you can you can be toxic to me. Yeah. <laughs> So
0: where, where do you find the line between fancy and actual, like, necessity as far as more advanced moves? Because I know some people, they like to ride up the wall, fly off the ceiling, and do, like, a triple flip, triple triple spin, back toss into the goal. Yeah. Um, and I know some of that is necessary, but
1: yeah, <laughs> some of it is style. I mean,
0: how, how much do you find that balance?
1: <laughs> so, I don't know. I guess, like, if you're, like, at the very top level... Um, a lot of those shots are, like, super viable. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's like a different way to score because kind of, like, those different ways will, like... It'll definitely throw people off. And kind of, like, just like your normal, you know, just shot at the net isn't good enough. Yeah. So you need something... I guess the way it gets super... Like, the only thing that's super fancy in the top ranks is, like, mm-hmm. if you, like, spin around your car a bunch or, like, twirl around or do stuff like mm-hmm. that. But even then, like... A lot of times, if you're in the air and you're, like, spinning around, like, it's, like, like, I do it sometimes, it's just, like, a way to position your car to hit the ball better, Mm -hmm. and that's, like, what some people don't realize about that, like, you'll have, like, a bronze or whatever look at that, and they'll think it's just, like, all fancy, Mm -hmm. you know, they're just, like, trick shotting, Mm -hmm. I guess, if you can relate that to the (laughs) Call of Duty days, Um, (laughs) but that's actually, I mean, some of it's, like, a very viable way to play offense.
2: Um, Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'd say, like, if you're, like, in the lower ranks and you're trying that stuff, I'd say it's, like, a little bit a little bit of a far shot, but I don't know. A lot of it is, like, more viable than you'd think. Yeah. It's just, like, building up your offensive arsenal, mm-hmm. I guess you could say.
0: I, I know with some of the lower rankings, when... You get some amazing playoff. A lot of times that happens by accidentally being in the right place at the right time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the ball gets hit, and you're there, and you just, you jump Accident. You are not even looking at the ball. You jump, and the ball hits off you into the goal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how often do accidental goals happen in the higher-up ranks, or is just about everything planned for the most part?
1: Um. I mean... So kind of how I look at it. So a lot there's like there's definitely still accidental stuff, but it yeah. like looks a little bit different. It's kind of like things like you'll get bumped in your car, just goes flying, and you'll <laughs> just happen to like hit the ball or something yeah. like that. It's like kind of like ceiling shots and flip resets. If you know what that is, yeah. stuff yeah. like that is like it's not like accidental, mm-hmm. but like a lot of things like. I wouldn't say, like, you, like, plan them five seconds in advance. Like, a lot of it is just, like, impromptu thinking. Mm-hmm. And you get so good at stuff like that, like, thinking on the spot, and you have, like, muscle memory to back it up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to, I like, I have over 3,000 hours in the game. So I have, like, everything is pretty much mapped to muscle memory. So basically, mm-hmm. I can think on the spot, and then I can perform a move, like, I don't even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So I'd say it's not really, like, I don't like to think of it as planned. It like sort of is, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is just like you can yeah. think on the spot super well. Yeah, it's just ability yes. at that point and
0: pr- and um, experience. Yeah. Yeah. The mental game. Uh, mm-hmm. And you see a lot of that in actual soccer. I like to see sometimes because um, I played soccer, seeing some of the aspects of actual soccer translate to Rocket League. Not a whole lot because there's not as much going on. Yeah.
2: yeah. But uh, <laughs> eleven
1: people versus three people. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit. Too-
0: yeah <laughs> um you know like the the simple ones like don't pass the ball in front of the goal when no one's back there to hit the ball kind
1: mm-hmm. of <laughs> yeah that's like yeah I mean some of the stuff is relatable to soccer, yeah yeah
0: I mean obviously it's completely different but <laughs> it's like
1: it's like hard to relate but yeah no, I mean kind of like re- like positioning and like getting the ball to the open field for example mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I feel like like I don't know soccer too well cuz I haven't played it since 7th grade mm-hmm. but I feel like isn't that a thing like do you try to get the ball to the open field if you have possession of the ball or whatever like mm-hmm. it's a lot of um,
0: a lot of drives in soccer go down towards the corner and you want to just cross it to give it the best ability for the guy in the center mm-hmm. and you see a lot of that in Rocket League too that's know, just in kind field of field
1: passing yeah
0: yep. just just kind of a, a general soccer um, mm-hmm. kind of concept so I guess yeah I mean. yeah, I mean it is it is soccer, rocket League is soccer, but mm-hmm. it's just
1: it's obviously cars and yeah.
0: boosting, like and so it's,
1: it's very hard to relate a human to a car.
0: I know the base is <laughs> a ball and two nets, and then other than that, yeah um, exactly, but no it is is it it is interesting, when did you first discover rocket League and what drew you to rocket League?
1: Oh, uh, I mean I used to go on YouTube so I was like sort of awkward in high school, so yeah. I did spend a lot of time on YouTube. Yeah. But, so kind of I saw like some of the more popular YouTubers. I can't like I can't like really remember who, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: I like saw people playing Rocket League and I was like, Oh my gosh, that actually looks pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. So I mean it, I don't know. I don't even know like what drew me to it. It just looked like a really cool game. Yeah. And then it was, like, they were doing something on PS4 where I think if you had, like... PlayStation Plus? Yeah, maybe something like that, you got it for free. Yeah. And my we did have that, because me and, like, my dad and my brother played PlayStation a lot. Mm-hmm. So I got it for free, and I, like... I mean, me and my brother played it, like, a lot at first, but then, like, he kind of got bored of it really quickly. But then, like, I just kept playing. Mm-hmm. And, like... I mean, I didn't even, like, plan on doing it competitively. And that's, like, the thing. No one plans on playing Rocket League competitively. Yeah. (laughs) They, like, enjoy the game so much and play so much of it that, like, once it gets to that point, they're, like, kind of like, I might as well do it competitively.
0: I'm going to play anyway, so I might (laughs) might as well compete.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, like, kind of how I got into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, as far as an actual competition for Rocket League would work... Um, Do you go to a location, or is it all online?
1: So most of it is online. Like, all the collegiate stuff we do is online, and then, like, kind of, like, the top four teams will go to, like, what's called a LAN. Mm -hmm. I I don't even know what LAN stands for, and I've said it a million (laughs) times, but it's basically where people, like, go to, like, a center and play, like, on those computers live, Mm -hmm. and they'll, like, stream it on a streaming platform like Twitch or YouTube or something like that, Um, but most of it's online, but there will be LANs, like, kind of, like, I live in the Kansas City area, so Mm there will be a couple LANs, like, kind of, like, every few months or so,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and that's, like, I I did one of those last uh, November. Yeah. And they have, like, there's, like, $500 prize pools and stuff like that, so it's, like... It's pretty sweet. I mean, like, different organizations will put on these lands, and they'll, they'll like, have a bunch of different tournaments, like, you'll have your Fortnite tournament, your Mm -hmm. Call of Duty tournament, and stuff like that, like, the popular esports. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I mean, not everyone will have a Rocket League tournament, because it's not as popular, but... Man, when like I like go searching for that stuff, When they do have a Rocket League tournament, you better and they have money on the line, you better yeah. believe I'm like, showing up to that land.
0: Is there usually a uh, um, a fee to get in, like a five dollar? Um, yeah, pool? they'll.
1: So usually they'll have team fees, mm-hmm. like an entry fee. They'll they'll have a price pool before, like a base price pool, mm-hmm. and then depending on the how many teams, they'll use the entry fees for that price pool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not how all of them work, but. Yeah. Kind of like another, I guess not all of the team fee will go towards the price pool because they need like money to operate. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: they'll take some of that money like for themselves because it's like they need to profit a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> kind of like lost my train of thought. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what LANs are. Yeah. What's
0: uh, What's the experience like to be playing a video game in a LAN as opposed to the comfort of like your own space, just playing online? So
1: it's it's very different for different people. So Mm -hmm. it comes down to how well can you compete under pressure? Mm -hmm. And there's way more pressure when you're at a live event and you're like at a place you're not used to. And it's not like the, like the equipment's worse. It's just like you're there, you can see all the other people competing. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes you'll even compete on like a stage in front of not like a huge crowd of people, but you know, like 50 or so people and you'll be, like, facing them, and, like, you can see, you can, like, see all the people watching you, so it kind yeah. of, it's a lot more, uh, I guess, nerve-wracking for some people than just sitting in your bedroom, because mm-hmm. you're, like, super comfortable, like, I don't know,
2: yeah, you
1: game, you, you game in your bedroom all the time, yeah, yeah. but it's just, like, a whole different story, so for me, I used to choke under pressure, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> like, at my first LAN, I, like, Absolutely did not play like I usually played, but yeah. I've, like, learned... I've, like, loved competing at lands now, and I feel like I'm pretty good at competing under pressure. Like, I've learned to... You kind of learn to calm yourself,
2: mm-hmm.
1: stuff like that, but it's pretty fun, though. It's pretty fun to, like, actually meet face-to-face with other teams
2: yeah, <laughs> and not yeah. just,
1: you know see a bunch of avatars and (laughs) in-game names and stuff like that yeah
0: just kind of seeing who you're playing it's
1: much more fun to interact with people in real life yeah what a surprise that is (laughs) what a concept for a gamer yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah. and you know being a gamer and interacting with people in real life doesn't have to be like a mutually exclusive thing Hmm. as you can see with those LAN parties it's just a lot of people enjoy the comfort of not (laughs) seeing each other (laughs) oh yeah um, yeah but i do think it's important i think that's what's cool about the the those land things is just being having people together and yes you're playing video games but it's still an event right it's yeah like I, lo- I love face-to-face to
1: face interaction in that sense way yeah. more than just talking online yeah but you like build more camaraderie in that sense mm-hmm. i feel like oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, I feel like <laughs> end of sentence. <laughs> 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 it seemed like I was going to go on, but I meant to use uh, that. Ah, tone.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fun. Um, so we're kind of approaching the end of the podcast. Um, do you have any last thoughts about uh, Rocket League or toxicity or anything that you'd
1: like to share? Um, hmm. Toxicity? I don't really know. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> that's the one. I'm <laughs> no, just kidding.
0: It's, it's hilarious. It can
1: get bad, but if it's some nice light hearted fun, there's yeah. no there's no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Rocket League, I'm not just wasting my time. Yeah. I've made money off of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I justify it. Yeah. No and, but yeah. It's pretty comparable to real sports though, seriously. Yeah. Like esports and stuff yeah. like that. That's what I'd say. That is cool. Very comparable. Yeah.
0: Uh, do you have any shout outs you'd like to mention anyone or anything?
1: Um No, not really. Shout out Arky Gang. (laughs) Arky Arky Gang. Arky Gang. Shout out Dawson (laughs) for having me on. Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, thanks for
0: coming on. It's a good time. Always a good time having conversations with people. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone have a great day and a great rest of your week.